Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The New Testament uses the word repent a great deal regarding salvation. Luke 24, 46 and 47, Jesus instructed his disciples, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Acts 2, 37 and 38, Peter preached at Pentecost. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 17.30 Paul preached at Mars Hill, And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. In 2 Peter 3.9, Peter writes that the Lord is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Repentance is undeniably an essential ingredient in God's plan of salvation. At the same time, there are numerous examples in the Bible where, in explaining how to be saved, the scriptures tell us simply to believe, with no mention of repentance. In John 3, 14-16, Jesus told Nicodemus, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In Acts 8, 36 and 37, the Ethiopian eunuch asked Philip, See, here is water, what doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. In Acts 16, 30 and 31, the Philippian jailer asked Paul and Silas, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. So why is it that sometimes repentance is mentioned without believing, and other times believing is stressed with no mention of repenting? The answer isn't complicated. It's actually very simple. And the best place to begin is to understand the simple meaning of the word repent. To repent is to think differently afterwards. When a person has repented about something, they think differently about that thing than they did before they repented. Repentance is a conscious, on-purpose turn. And every turn, by definition, includes both something you are turning from and something you are turning to. Repentance happens in response to conviction. In John 16, 8, Jesus explained to his disciples the work that the Spirit of God would do in the hearts of the lost during the church age. He said, And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. To reprove 
means to convince, to convict. And the three things that the Spirit convicts the lost person of are, number one, sin. That's what a lost person must turn from. Number two, righteousness. That's what a lost person must turn to. And number three, judgment. That's what a lost person is going to face if he does not turn. Jesus gives a very clear explanation of conviction. And the clear response to Holy Spirit conviction is turn, repent. The Bible does not present salvation as two 90-degree turns, first from sin and then to Jesus. No, the Bible presents salvation as one 180-degree turn, turning from your position of rebellion against God to faith in Christ's death and resurrection for your sins. And that's why salvation is sometimes described as repentance and other times as believing. Repenting and believing in response to Holy Spirit conviction are one great turn. They're inseparable. A lost person must understand both parts of that turn before they can make the turn. That's why it's vital that we not ignore or rush past Romans 3.10. There is none righteous, no, not one. Or Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Soul winners must go in the power of the Holy Spirit so that lost people will be convicted of their lost condition and of their desperate need of the Savior. We must show them clearly from the Bible that they have sinned against God and that they are facing eternal damnation if they do not turn to Christ. And we must be sure that they understand that they are not saved by adding Jesus to what they already have, but by turning from what they are and what they believe now to Jesus for salvation. Christian, God will use you to lead people to turn to Him for salvation. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.